This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza! Touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. He's giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, a man who has been working hard today, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How many stories do you have published right now at midkansasonline.com? Oh, I think it's somewhere around 16. So if you go to... 88 today? Wow. Huh? 88? 88. 88 stories. I was no. I was being hyperbolic. Ah, hyperbole, yes. No, 16 stories, I think, something like that up there. So Wednesdays are always going to be a busy day. It's volleyball, you know, volleyball Wednesday because everybody plays on Tuesday. And, of course, the soccer team uh, played down at May South. Got they play on a lot of Tuesdays. They play a lot of Tuesdays. We got a lot of middle school stuff on Tuesday. So very busy day. And now this afternoon, I'm working on the area football pre-seeds. We'll have those up there. Uh, Thursday morning, so if you're in Canton, or if you're in Galva, or if you're in Little River, Inman, you name it, we'll have a pre-seed on your game posted tomorrow. Haven't heard from Lance Sawyer yet, but I expect to any time, but every other coach I have heard from. So anyway, uh, Thursday, of course, is our football pre-seed. We'll have a pre-seed on the McFirst Night Winfield game. Of course, after the game on Friday, it's poster night. That's right. So there's going to be posters of the seniors and managers. Uh, They're going to Sign them after the game, so make sure you go down after the game. Get your Steve's got his spot as well. No, he's always at the. He's the last one. I don't. I no. I don't sign any. I can't even write anymore. That's true. I I really can't. I have to. You know, I used to be able to write notes when I'd talk to coaches. Now I just tape record everything. I couldn't. I can barely write my name anymore. I haven't. I haven't seen you ever write your name, so I'm not surprised. Steve, did you get everything worked out yesterday with your computer? Well, it was it Did was quite a ch- it was quite a chore. Let's just say that our internet was not exactly obliging yesterday. Even okay. Casey Casey was not happy with our internet. But you made it through. I did because you were very frustrated. yesterday. I was very flustered. Yesterday. I think it led to a very average show. And yeah. we, we weren't all and upbeat go- and positive. My golf game. I, I hadn't hardly played. I went out yesterday. I stunk. So I'm putting the clubs away for a while. Just. Maybe just I'll put, put all those bad thoughts away for yeah, a while. Yeah, I've got Steve. good thoughts today. You I'm were like, negative yesterday. Got to got to be positive. Very today. negative. Very. I negative. think you feel a little more chipper today. I'm chipper. You look better. Well, thank you. Well, I mean, you look more positive. Well, you got a little more color to you. <laughs> I think yesterday you were very pale and ghostly, and I think that led to the well. You were a little red, 
but just red face from being so mad, well, furious, and it screaming. Was, it, was a, it was a frustrating morning. I thought I heard something be thrown into the wall. No. It wasn't your chair? No. That no. wasn't the big hole in the wall back there in your office? No. There's oh, no, that was from earlier. There's okay. no hole in the wall in the office. Well, Steve, we've got a lot of things I want to talk about today. We haven't talked about the Royals in a while. Not that we really have a lot of reasons to talk about them being in the month of September with not much to play for. But I want to talk about the Royals and, and maybe just a little bit of MLB baseball in a broad scope. Okay. And maybe what's coming up over the next couple of weeks, getting ready for the postseason, which the Royals will not be doing. I want to talk about Antonio Brown, not a, for a long time, but all the news that was circulating about him last night. Yeah, he's just a train wreck right now. But the one thing I wanted to talk about with a little bit more time today was a bill that has made its way through the California State Senate. Are you familiar with this? No. Well, Steve, you better get in tune here because this is big news. Okay. So in the state of California, the state Senate produced a bill that would allow for athletes, student athletes at colleges in California, to be paid for the use of their name, image, and likeness, even though the NCAA says you still cannot. Does that make sense? Are you following I'm here? I'm following you, but I just don't... I don't see how the state of California can overrule the NCAA, but go ahead. This not only cleared the state Senate with flying colors, it passed on Monday by a vote of 72 yeses to zero noes. Interesting. M- meaning that this bill will go to the governor of the state of California. Gavin Newsom. And Gavin can either sign or not sign, but the NCAA released some of its statements as a counterargument to this. And the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, he wrote a a letter to California legislators earlier this summer talking about a doomsday scenario if this passes. And maybe the main thing that he's saying would be a doomsday scenario would be for all these California schools that are NCAA schools would not be able to compete for championships. Okay. That the NCAA would likely say, you guys have an unfair advantage. That's right. That we're not going to allow you to compete for championships. The other thing that he talked about in his letter was just the unfair recruiting advantages and, and some of the scenarios that, that could be happening with this. But I think that they're just trying to make sure California doesn't do this. And, and one thing that I see with it is, let's say California passes this. And it would take a little bit of time for it to go into effect. But then it would maybe potentially lead to all the other states trying to do something like this. And this is not, let's be clear with this, this is not, we're going to pay you to play. Like we've seen with some other things. Are you following? I'm following you. This is not, okay, so you can come here and we're going to give you $60,000. No, this is Carter Stanley, KU quarterback, being able to sell a Carter Stanley jersey in the bookstore, which might not be very profitable at this moment, Steve, but... Being able to make money for himself off of his own likeness. Or, let's say it's Skylar Thompson in Manhattan okay. that, I don't know, what, what what's a Kansas company? A Kansas company? Yeah, name me a Kansas company. H&R Block. I okay. think they're out of Kansas City. Okay. H&R Block says, we want to sponsor you, Skylar Thompson. I want you to wear these H&R Block shirts and come do some commercials for us. We want you to be the lead of our marketing. That, in theory, they can make money off of that. The other element of this, too, Steve, is there are some rules where players are not allowed to work more than a certain amount of hours a week. 
if they are a full-time student. Okay. Like a football player, I think during the football season, probably is not allowed to work 40 hours a week at a restaurant being okay. a waiter. Okay. I think they have some rules like that in place to prevent overworking because they do essentially have a full-time job with school and sports and doing all of that. So they're trying to work ways around that they would be able to work if they want to. So as I look at this and begin to talk to you about it, what is your first reaction to hearing that this could potentially be a thing in the state of California? I don't know what California is doing because to me, they're already getting paid. They're getting their school paid for. That's the other thing. Well, not only that, Steve, but I think we know that there are stipends. There are ways that these players are receiving great treatment. And of course, the argument that I always make with this is the people that are impacted by not making money off of their likeness or image while they are in college, it is a very select few. It is a small percentage of football players, an even smaller percentage of basketball players. And for the most part, unless this is a sensational athlete in one of the smaller sports, and when I say smaller sports at the college level, I mean everything other than football and basketball because those are the only money makers for the school. We're talking baseball players. We're even talking women's basketball players, a gymnast, a swimmer like Katie Ledecky. Didn't she go to Stanford? I think so. The the Olympian. The Olympic swimmer. That she would be one where... She would have a chance to maybe make some money giving swim lessons or an advertising deal. So that there are a few, but it's just so very slim because the majority, like they say in those commercials, a majority of student-athletes will go on to do something other than sports. So I think that's a part of this, but as I look at the NCAA and, and trying to regulate this, I think they are doing it with reason. And that with California, if they do this, it opens up the world where there are some problems with college well, athletics. Amateurism would cease to exist. It'd pretty much be done. Yeah, there'd be everybody'd be a pro. Amateurism would cease to exist. And I got a feeling this is going to end up in the courts, maybe go all the way to the Supreme Court, and it's going to be a long drawn out battle. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I just do not think this will ever happen. I think doesn't it go back clear back to like the Charles O'Bannon case or whatever it was? the UCLA basketball player whose likeness was used in like a game or something, a video game or something like that. But, but So Steve, let me ask you a few questions. Okay. In terms of making money off of your likeness, my first question is, where do we draw the line with what is okay to advertise and what is not okay? Does that make sense? Where are we going to draw the line and say, oh, you cannot advertise that? So let's say Prairie Band Casino... approaches the K-State football program and says, hey, we would like to make Skylar Thompson the face of our Prairie Band Casino. We're going to throw a Prairie Band logo across the stadium, but also use Skylar Thompson in some of our advertising. Never happened. Okay, well, why? Why there? Because gambling. Gambling, you know. Okay, so no gambling. No gambling. Let's say it's Bud Light. Bud Light says, hey, we want to make Skylar Thompson our face of Bud Light beers in Kansas. We're going to come out with a purple Bud Light can. It's going to be a collector's item, and we want Skylar Thompson to be the face of it. I just don't think it happened. I think you, what, What's the line? Why? I just, because you're promoting drinking and, you know, college athletes. But he's 21. Yeah. But I, I just I just feel... Students at games are drinking, I think and they're 21. I, I think it's... They a, sell beer at the stadium. I, I just think for a, a college player to promote 
an alcoholic beverage to me. Let's say it's a weird scenario, like a quarterback that maybe, well, this is not a good example because I was thinking BYU or quarterbacks are older right. because they went on their mission trip, but that wouldn't work because yeah. they don't drink. But right. let's say it's an older quarterback, Russell Wilson, whenever he went and played baseball, came back to Wisconsin or North Carolina State and went to Wisconsin. And let's say he's 25 or Brandon Whedon when he was really old. So it doesn't matter? I just, no. I so just, is that where we draw? I, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I, I hear what you're doing, yeah. But I, I just I just think there's, it's uh, moral issues. I just, maybe, I, maybe Who's I'm Who's morals? I'm, who, who decides to be the, the keeper know. of the morals? I don't know. See, that's where this gets difficult. Let's say that's this, why this Steve, is nev- That's why this is never going to happen. Let's I, say this. The quarterback at the University of Colorado State Let's say the medical marijuana dispensary down the road says, Ooh. hey there, Mr. Johnson, we want you to be our sponsor. Do we say no? It's legal there. But it's illegal in other states. So, no, Well, they're not marketing to other states. They're saying, hey, this is it. This is the weed dispensary well, I, for in one thing, I just Colorado Springs. I don't think the school would allow, would allow that. I think they would draw the line. What if they said, we're going to give you $5 million dollars I, you, you, I'm just trying to say, yeah. where do we draw these lines with well, things? What do we say is is yes? What do we say is no? I think you just have to use common sense. Well, I think there are some people that would say, yeah, that's great. I think you might say no. <laughs> so who gets to be the moral high ground? I don't know. Exactly. That's why I think this becomes so difficult. How do we decide what you can and can't promote? Here about the, Here's another thing that I think Mr. Emmert, the NCAA president, brought up with this is let's say there's an international student. Let's say you've got a rugby punter from the great country of Australia. Okay. And he comes over and he wants to do some off-campus work. Now that this would be legal, he can go work at a restaurant. There are some work visas for international students that do not allow them to work. They don't allow them to do this and do that. So he could sit here and say, well, everybody else can work and I can't. Now that all these rules are different, how, how do we work around that? There are so many little stipulations with this that I think make it very difficult. And the point that I always get back to is college athletics are college athletics for a reason. There is a reason why they are amateurs, right. that they're doing it this way. Now, the way I think we can go about this is allowing players to become pros whenever they want. If you don't want to be a college athlete, then don't. Yeah. If you don't want to live by these rules, then don't. But I think they have to be able to have the option to go to another place. They have to have the option and the ability, especially NBA, MLB, NFL. And the thing that makes the NFL so difficult is there is a level of maturity right. that comes into this. Where Basketball is a whole it, different It certainly thing. does help when you're 22 as a 6'2", 350-pound offensive lineman than it does if you are 17 and trying to go do that. I, I think there is a difference there. But basketball, Zion Williamson didn't need Duke. No. He didn't need to go to school Wasted there. Wasted a year. Duke didn't need him. Right. They would have been fine without him. It's just very tricky with all of this. And it's not as black and white as, we need to pay these students, or no, we don't. Okay, why did California... What was their big motive behind They're it? trying to get the pay, the student-athletes the money that they deserve in their mind. And they voted 62 to nothing, yes. LeBron James came out and said, this is something we've got to do. These players and these athletes have well, got to get paid. The king has spoken. Bernie Sanders came out and said, 
These student athletes are working. We've got to give them the money that they deserve to work. Let me ask you this, Steve. Did you ever have an unpaid internship while you were in college? No. Okay. I, I did a lot of them. <laughs> I, I did a lot of free work in my day, and I think it did help me. Well, of I, course, I, I would have me, liked wait, to have wait, been Let paid. me clarify that. I did do, I was an assistant sports information director. At Indy? At Indy Community College. Did you get paid? No, but I was got- Was it a, a class? I, I got credit for it. For doing okay, it. so you got school credit right, for it. Right, yeah. And I know that sports don't necessarily work the same way, and I know it's different, but I do think there is a value to- competing in a sport or doing an unpaid internship. And then, of course, yeah, I would have liked to have been paid. It would have been great to make $25 an hour doing whatever work I was doing. But sometimes it just doesn't work that way. And I know it's it's just a fine line. What are we allowed to advertise? What are we not allowed to advertise? Who's allowed to do it? What are we going to do with all these players? How are we going to sell it in the bookstore? And I remember that we had a conversation I don't remember now off the top of my head who said this. I think it was Charles Barkley. I think he said this. Chuckster. Talking, and he was talking about college football. I think it was him. And he said, you know, that quarterback's jersey, it's really going to sell in the bookstore. But how many guys are going to go buy a 73 jersey for the left guard that works really that's hard? That's what I was, that was And so point, all of a sudden. That's the point I'm getting ready to make. I just think you're going to hone in on such a select few of players. I just, I just don't think, I mean, is Kyle Mayberry, KU's cornerback, how many Kyle Mayberry jerseys they could sell? And some people might say, well, that's just life. Yeah. The running back and the quarterback are going to sell more. Right. But I, I just I don't know how we do this correctly. That's to why not it's not anger one side and not to exploit other sides. And then the other thing to remember and why this is relevant is if California does this, and let's say you can't compete for a championship, but USC still plays its Pac-12 schedule, if you are a five-star running back, would you rather go to USC or Arizona State if there's a chance that you can go make some money while you're in college? Everybody goes for the bucks, you know. Exactly. So I would imagine that if that happened, the Pac-12, the Mountain West, the WCC, the conference that Gonzaga's in that has all those smaller schools, Mm -hmm. I would think there'd be a chance that they would respond back and say, we're not playing against these schools. We're not going to schedule them. And so I just think it turns into a disaster. I just I just think there's going to be so much red tape, this thing's going to get strangled. I really do. It's going to have the courts. It's going to be years before anything happens on this. We'll do some reading on it, Steve. Catch yourself up and, and see if, you, if your opinion changes. But I still think Skylar Thompson would be a great representative for the Kansas Star Casino in Mulvane. <laughs> I think he'd be great. He can come and do some public speaking. What do you think Bill thinks about this? <sighs> Wait, wait, which bill? The bill. Moses. Bill Moses Snyder. I thought you meant the bill self. No, th- Moses Snyder. Bill Moses Snyder. I can't imagine that he'd be thrilled. He'd be a big fan of no. it. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. When we start talking about college amateurism and whether student-athletes should get paid, Steve, it gets everybody fired up. I know there's people that are so much on one side of the spectrum saying, we need to give these guys millions of dollars. And then there are people that are on the opposite end that say, they shouldn't get paid anything. They have a chance to get a free education. And it's hard to find the middle ground. Yeah. I don't know. It's, It's just such a strange issue and that obviously the original idea of college athletics and the way that it was intended is different than what it was when Harvard and Yale had a great battle between the good old boys in 1912 to see who was the smartest of the Ivy League. Yeah, It's a little different than it was then, but I don't know. I We still have ways to make things good for everybody. I just think it's going to end up in the courts. Steve, did you watch the Royals last night? I didn't. Well, that's what you said you were going to do last night. Well, I, I told you I was going to go watch the movie It. How was It? It was good. Okay. I really didn't. I got watching uh, the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30. Oh, okay. And uh, very fascinating. That guy is one strange dude. He is a strange dude. Yeah. A couple of other strange dudes are on the Royals. They're not very good right now. They're not very good. Losing last night to the White Sox 7-3. to They're still in that battle for... Will they stay out of last place in the AL Central? Which, for now, looks like they should. Yeah. Because Detroit's looking at about a 49-win season. Detroit is It's a struggle for the time. Detroit is really bad. But what do you need to see from this Royals team over the next three weeks to make you feel a little better, a little more optimistic going forward? Similar to KU. I feel like they're in a a similar boat right now. Well, you're you're not going to see anything really different over three weeks. I think what they've got to do is they got to get the pitching straightened out. I still think the nucleus is there to have a decent offensive team. Remember, Salvi comes back next year. That's right. You put him right behind Soler in the order, you know, that's a pretty good one-two punch. Uh, they got got to get their outfield set up for next year. Uh, I'm still of the belief that Alex Gordon will not be back next year. Uh, I don't think so either. I think, you know, you'll have Soler – I don't think Bubba's the answer. Bubba Starling, he, in fact, he's not been playing much lately. He's really been struggling. They've been playing Brett Phillips. Brett Phillips doesn't, doesn't look to be the uh, answer either. I still believe now that Mondesi's back, they're going to move Lopez a second. I think Whit Merrifield ends up in center field. I think you see Solaire in right field. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Hunter Dozier gets moved to the outfield and they play Cuthbert and O'Hearn at uh, third and first, respectively. Then now they got this. McBroom they picked up in the Yankees are kind of trying to see what he's got. The, the problem is the Royals, you know, they won't get any big-time free agents. Free agents will not look at Kansas City. So their everyday lineup isn't going to change a whole lot next year. But the pitching is such a mess. They've got to get their starting pitching straightened out, and the bullpen has just been, you know, absolute shambles all year. So, there's, you know, they got all these young pitchers at the AA level that they're really high on. Those guys really need to step up. A couple of them need to be in the majors next year. Steve, I want to get your predictions. We should have done this about a week ago on how you think the playoff pictures will work in the American and the National League. I'm sure we could go back to your story from March and get your predictions on what you thought the MLB would look like. But how do you see the divisions working out? I mean, it's they're almost written in stone right. now. Well, Minnesota and Cleveland is the only really Min- close race. Minnesota's probably going to hold on there. Now they have a four-game or five-game lead at this point. 
The Astros are up almost 10 games on the A's. The Yankees are up almost 10 games on the Rays. So the three division winners right. are pretty much going to be the same, and then with you've the got, exception of Minnesota and Cleveland. You've got Oakland, Cleveland, and Tampa Bay really fighting it out. I think there's like a game and a half that separate the three. And uh, I, I think the most dangerous team of those three is Oakland. They hit a ton of home runs. Cleveland's got the best pitching of the three. Tampa Bay's got a little bit of both. But the Yankees, if they end up having to play the A's, the Oakland has really been tough on the Yankees this year. Um, the Yankees are, you know, they're incredible at home. I have the Yankees winning it all. I had the Yankees from day one. If you, That's right. If you go back in March, I had the Yankees uh, winning it in uh, uh, overall. I had the Yankees and the Cubs in the World Series. Now, in the National League, it's, it's really kind of wide open because I know my, my beloved Redbirds have a four-game lead. I'm saying it right now today. They will not win the division. Ooh, Steve, come on. Have they, some faith. The problem is they play seven of their last ten against the Cubs, and they have really struggled against the Cubs this and year. And Milwaukee's creeping around but still. But Christian Yelich no more broke, Yelich. fractured his kneecap last night. He's out for the year. What a bummer for him. Washington's going to be a wild card team. Um, the Braves have pretty much won the East. They're up nine and a half yeah, games. The Braves are up. Uh, the Dodgers are up the 19 Dodgers, games. Yeah. So then it's either Cardinals, Cubs. The loser of that will be a wild card team, and then Washington will be a wild card team. I think everybody else is kind of maybe out of it. Give me the Dodgers to win it all, Steve. I just don't think. I think they've I got think, it this year. I think their bullpen, their bullpen is going to be their kryptonite. In fact, I still, th- I don't know why, but I just got a feeling the Cubs are going to get it figured out at some point. And, and I, I think my Yankees-Cubs pick is still looking pretty good for a World Series. Just as good as it looked in 1932. Yeah. Is that the Babes year? Bambino. Calling the shot. Calling the shot. Off Charlie Root. Oh, I'm sure it was great. I, I wish I could have been there in person like you. Well, I wasn't A few years there. before your time. A couple years, yeah. So when you were like a little kid. Yeah. What year were you born? 55? 57. 57. So let's say you were a little kid. Let's say 1964. Okay, that's when I first started watching baseball. And they would have said, yeah, the Babe, Babe Ruth, the, the great Bambino, he called a shot that time. How has that story changed from now and until then? Oh, I'm sure it's been exaggerated a little bit. I mean, bit did people talk about it then? They were like, oh, oh the Babe, yeah, sure. he, hit it, oh, he hit a big one. Yeah, remember, Babe Ruth was still the home run king, you know. That's true. When I was a little kid, until Hank Aaron came along. I don't recognize Barry Bonds, Cheater. So, Hank Aaron is still the home run king in my book. Bonds, baby. Nah. Roids, baby. No. I'm sorry. Great home run hitter. I leave Barry Bonds alone. <laughs> we'll wrap up today's show after this. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union. The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, Steve, we are almost out of time. Maybe it works out nice. We don't have to talk about Antonio Brown, who we learn more and more about every day. is just not a very good person. 
Let's not talk about him. No. He's not worth talking about. No. McPherson College Coaches Show tonight, Steve. Six o'clock. And that's something worth talking about. Yeah, we have already taped it, so we know it's on it. So. That's true. <laughs> We're excited. We've got some coach interviews, some student-athlete interviews. Good show tonight coming up from 6 to 7. Bulldogs on the football side will be at home taking on Sterling on Saturday night. I thought our It's going to be a packed press box. The interview with Ronaldo Gaggiano was in The Aussie. The Aussie. He had a great game on Saturday. You'll have to tune in from 6 to 7 to hear yeah, it. Yeah, good dude. Steve, good show today. What number is this? 455. Ooh. We're making our way toward 500. Making our way downtown. And nobody ever thought we'd last. That's true. Still, some people say, I can't believe that you guys have, have made it. You guys stink. <laughs> yeah. And I say, you, you're right. Yeah. We're the worst. Yeah, we are. Somehow we make it. Yep. Steve, tomorrow, Bullpup Football Preview Thursday. There you go. we got a lot to talk about. Tons. Big games coming up. Big games. We can talk about the Chiefs. We can talk about the Jayhawks. We can well, talk I, about the Wildcats. I think the whole, we, we can do high school football preview takes up about the whole show. There you go. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell and Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.